if you're out there and you're questioning or you're wondering or you're wanting to go and do something to start a business, go at it. Like the most important thing is to start. Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Employed Journey Podcast. I'm Cami Powell, your host, a self-diagnosed serial entrepreneur, successful business owner, author, and mom. I'm also a student working towards my PhD in business, driven to lead a movement of increasing small business success rates through an epidemic of failures. So each week, I'll be dropping new episodes filled with inspiration, motivation, tips and tricks to help you thrive and survive through the crazy world that is small business ownership. I've lined up some pretty phenomenal guests in a variety of industries that are ready to share their own secrets for running a successful business. Whether you're self-employed or you want to be, make sure to subscribe for updates on new episodes as they're released. Let's do this. Your generation is very interesting. It's like you're getting started way earlier. I think the group is dividing more. You kind of said that everybody was doing the same thing, just kind of partying in high school. They probably had an after school job. And I think that now it's separating more where you're either doing nothing or you're doing it all. And it's been really cool to find those other kids who are on the grind and who are accomplishing amazing things and building businesses and making money and stuff like that. I think it's really cool. Well, I think you guys are learning from each other, too, and just being in that. That's an incredible group of people that you're surrounding yourself with in the place that you're at. It's so cool. All right. So I messaged you a while ago because I was having a situation with my kids that was very confusing on Snapchat. So I'm wondering if we can use this as an example, because it's something that, okay, it happened. It was very disturbing confusing time for our family and two other families and we still haven't uncovered it but all of a sudden we kind of just all gave up stopped talking about it lost friendships over it and I'm still like how did this happen so with snapchat there's this location piece right yeah snap maps is what it's called yeah And we had a situation where there were three girls involved, my daughter being one of them. And there was a Snap account that was one of the other girls, but she hadn't used it in a very long time. And then all of a sudden it started becoming active and it was sending horrible, mean things to another girl. And when they, the parents of the girl with the account started looking into it, they saw that the location was my house, my daughter. And we were not home at the time when they saw the location and the timing of all of these events. So the confusing piece of this for us and our family was like, can someone fake their location on there? Yeah, I mean, you can buy software that scrambles your IP address location. And so like that can happen. And I think it gets down to and. This is a reason why when I talk, I talk a lot about social media. It's hard because social media was introduced as this new thing. We didn't really discuss it. We didn't ask ourselves what it would benefit us for. And then we give it to kids and we have issues that happen like this. And there's stories on the news of kids' lives being ruined because of social media. For me, it's I ask myself the question of, okay, why am I using this? And is it a tool for me? Like, I'm on some social media platforms. I'm on Instagram to grow my business. 
I'm on LinkedIn to connect with other professionals. I'm on Twitter, you know, all of this stuff to push my message out. But I think where we went wrong is not teaching our kids how to use things as a tool instead of just be entertained by them. And there's so much that we'll never know about Snapchat. And that situation that happened with you and with those other girls, like that might never be resolved in the sense that you might never know what really happened, right? Mm-hmm. But it's and really sad because I see, okay, firsthand, I saw the fear, the confusion, and the sadness, and then the bullying that was happening between, you know, these kids and then the parents. And we are crying because we're seeing our kids cry. It's really emotional and confusing because also us as adults don't freaking understand. And as you're saying, like, we may never figure it out because there's a scramble. Like, it could have maybe been someone like I kept thinking it maybe it's someone we don't even know. Yeah. Ultimately, you don't know if somebody's scrambling their IP address. You don't know if somebody was at your house. Maybe they're outside of your house doing this purposefully Mm -hmm. so that it's like framed. You don't know. I mean, there's just so much that you don't know with that stuff. And so I think that's hard to figure out. And I found myself in situations like that, which is one of the reasons why I'm not on social media anymore. But I've had situations like that. I know a ton of people who have gotten into situations like that. Which is why continuously when I when I speak, I just talk to kids about using things as tools to help them succeed. I love, love, love that. And I am growing a miniature entrepreneur as we speak. She's 12. She'll be 13 in April. And she's like, Mom, I want to do this. I want to sell these stickers I'm creating, which are incredible. And she's an amazing artist. And I'm like, yeah, do it. Use the social media tools that you have to get your product out there. How about that? Instead of whatever else is happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's two types of people in this world and and it's the entertainers and the people being entertained. And if you can be an entertainer, you're going to help more people. You're going to make more money. You're going to have more success. And so I found that when I use those things, technologies, social media, whatever it is, when I use them for a tool to help myself grow instead of being consumed with all of the entertainment or all of the other things that I can find on that, that's when I find success is when I'm focusing on my own growth. You're amazing. You know that, right? Thank you. I, you really, I appreciate it. You really are. And your mom too, she like had posted on one of my posts. She's like, that's my boy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh, I feel like I need to come meet the family because I am like pretend Aunt Cammie. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been so grateful for my family. And um, my dad actually has a business. He's a business major. He has a business degree and he's been able to help me a ton. And they've just constantly been so supportive of me doing this while in high school. I mean, it's a lot of work and they they're always willing to take things off my plate so that I can get my homework done and do stuff like that. So they've been great and honestly just lifesavers. You know what? There's something that I read. So Grant Cardone, have you are you familiar with him? I yeah, I've heard the name. Okay. So he teaches people it's like the 10X. He does 10X seminars and he's got books and stuff like that. But I was reading something last night and it talked about you know, you can't be successful just as one person. So there was a statistic he threw out there and he said, you know, 67% of businesses out there are run by one person, solopreneurs. But of that, 
63% of them are either breaking even or losing money. Right. And so what you just said right there, and I was listening to him going, well, yeah, like everyone should have a team behind them. And you do. It's not just you. Your parents are just super supportive. They fill the gaps. They're part of your team. And then you've got your mentor, your investor, and then you've got your friends who push you. You you are not a solopreneur. You have the network around you to not fall into that 63%. So yeah. you're doing well, 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 it right from the beginning. And I think that's the goal too, is to build something that's bigger than yourself. If you yourself can build something where you need other people, that's what you want. For my nonprofit, everybody's volunteer, but I currently have 17 volunteers who are volunteering on a regular basis. And it's amazing to see people just like, first of all, willing to invest their time into something that they think is worthwhile and that's changing the, the world, but also to see a team come together and to know that like, I've been the one to build this and I've built something that needs 17 people's attention. Like that's amazing to me. And it's so cool to me that, that I've been able to build that myself and that I can bring a team of 17 people together to accomplish a greater cause. Well, and then I think that as we say, like, we've built this ourselves. Yes, it was our idea. We, we started it. We are creative and behind the scenes and doing all these things to make it happen. But without the help of others, then piling on that, this wouldn't be this big. So I'm curious, so that you can help others. How did you build that volunteer program? And how are they like... Are you training them? What are they doing? Like now I'm really curious about this. <laughs> so I have like my board and then I have a lady who like handles my schedule so that nothing gets double booked. And I have six people like that. They handle merch, actually seven merchandise. I have a girl who writes a newsletter, stuff like that. And those people are mostly like close friends or family members. And then it started where I have two and a half thousand followers on Instagram and I just posted, I was like, Hey, if you're a teenager or if you're a mom and you have a teenager near me that wants to volunteer some time every week to help with the cause, DM me. And it was like within seven minutes, I had more than enough teens, like more than I needed. Wow. And so I was trying to build this, I call it my teen team and it's a group of eight, including me. So there's eight total of us, and they help me with creativity, with fundraising, and with content production, and they help um, with school outreach. And so there's seven of them, and then I'm also, we're working on putting on a big suicide prevention concert oh. that Alex Boye is going to perform at. Okay. And so, you know, we have to raise $75,000 for that, and so we have a concert committee as well with, I think, nine adults there. And that was the same thing. There were a few people that I thought of immediately because we wanted to have people that were from the medical background and the education background and the politics background and the business background. So there were a few people that we thought of, but then I also just threw it up on my story. You know, hey, if you're a business person or if you're a mom and you want to help volunteer for this committee, like DM me and we can talk about it. Or I have three moms that call schools for school outreach to get me into more schools. And that was the same thing. I just threw on the story. Hey, I need two to three moms willing to volunteer an hour a week to do school outreach. So DM me if you're interested. 
And I've just had people who are willing to give because they're invested in the cause, because they believe in it. And so that's been really cool to see people come together and be willing to help because they care. And I love that you have identified the certain things that you need to be able to move forward to make this bigger. Yeah. It's incredible. So I'm very curious about this suicide prevention concert. When is it? We're still working with Alex on a a day and time, but we're looking at April and, you know, we're getting like the county involved and it should be pretty big. And so um, we're working towards that. That's what Alex Boyer kind of does for his work right now. He does these concerts around the country. And so we're doing this is our first one. Obviously, the idea started. I wanted to do a suicide prevention walk. And Mm -hmm. so I talked to our mayor and, you know, she was super supportive. And then. I went to a school. I was in a PTA meeting because this school was having me come speak and they just wanted me to come to the meeting so that the principal could meet me. And one of the other PTA board members knew Alex Boyer. And so we got in touch. And then the organization he does this with called Ben Not Break, their manager or whatever, got in touch with us and we were going to co-host the event. And then the manager called us and said, he was like, you know, we'd be doing a total disservice. Like, I've been looking at Smith's stuff and what he's doing is amazing. And like, we think that you guys can do this yourself and then just hire Alex to come and perform. So that's what we're working on right now. Hopefully it'll be in April. We just have to get a date that Alex is good with. And then we're going to start working on corporate sponsors and stuff like that. So do you have anything set up to where people can donate to that right now? I don't have anything for that right now. You can donate to my nonprofit at www.livelifebigger.org. And then, of course, if you want to like, just send me a message and say, hey, I just donated and I'd like those funds to go towards the concert, I can totally do that and make sure that happens. Well, count me in. I don't know what your sponsorship levels are, but I'm suicide prevention is near and dear to my heart. I have lost a lot of people to that. And so I would love to support this. And I'd also would love to be there if it works out and I'm not having to be in Denver. So oh yeah, keep me That'd updated awesome. and keep me on the list for corporate sponsorship. Okay. Like I'm, I'm starting to cry, so we should probably end this. No, <laughs> it just is very, it's very, very near and dear. And to a lot of people, it is a big, big, big thing. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking that on. Of course. Is there anything that you want to share little tips or tricks or anything as you move forward into this next phase first of all i'd love any advice that anyone has for me so reach out my instagram's at live.life.bigger but most importantly i think if you're out there and you're questioning or you're wondering or you're wanting to go and do something to start a business go at it like the most important thing is to start And I think that as long as you are doing something that's fulfilling, and I think also if you can do something that can help others, I think that that's the most fulfilling work that I've ever found, which says a lot because I worked at Chick-fil-A and it was always my pleasure. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I I think that's really important, but just, you know, go out there and get it done, whatever you want to do. I'm just going to say that no matter what you're doing, if you're working at Chick-fil-A or whatever you love to do, like you're feeding people, you're feed. I'm hungry and I want a chicken sandwich. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, and you're feeding me. Thank you. Yeah, Whatever it is, whatever you love, yeah. you just have to find your passion and roll with it. Cause you know, although you and I love business ownership and entrepreneurship, it's not for everybody and not everybody loves it. 
but everyone can find the thing that they love and the thing that fulfills them. And if you can do that, and if you can involve other people in that and serve other people as well, I think that's what life's all about. I absolutely love interviewing you. I love being interviewed. You, this is just so great. Are you still doing your podcast? I am doing my podcast, the Live Life Bigger podcast. We're taking a little break right now. Again, um, it's become bigger than me. I'm, like I said, speaking a lot. I'll be gone a lot. And so I have a kid who's 15 who's taking it over. He's just, I've looked for a kid kind of like me in the last year and a half, and I finally found one. So I have this kid named Jake. He's just the most charismatic ball of energy that I've ever met. So he's going to be taking it over for me. We're going to be co-hosting a lot, I think. But, you know, I'm bringing him on to edit and do all of that stuff. So good for you for just, you know what, I want to continue this, but I can't do it. So let's fill the gap and see if there's someone interested in doing it. That's amazing. You've gotten so far in the last 15 months, literally. I'm blown away. How do you feel about this being in the next book? I would love for this to be in the next book. Really? Okay. Because I'm like, I mean, you totally fit. You're working from home. I love the growth that has happened. And you have so much more. It's incredible. I love reading words that I've said on pages. I, I thought it was so cool. Aww. I was yeah, I was near tears when I saw like quotes from me in a book. That makes me so happy. It, it was it was a dream come true. We need a reunion, okay? So like a flight to Vegas to Reno. Yeah, yeah. A reunion, like backseat. Let's. <laughs> it's so incredible to be able to meet people like you and talk and just hear what's happening and you know stay connected and. Again, just ask me if there's anything that I can do. Of course, this whole suicide prevention thing, I please keep me on the list. Thank you. Yeah. And I I appreciate your support. It means a lot. I'm excited to watch you grow and see what else you're going to accomplish. And I think this is going to be an annual conversation. Me too. For at least annual. Please. Yes. And if something big comes up, like, let me know. We're going to hop on here. Okay. Get the message out there. Like, we're doing this. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was good talking to you again. So good talking to you. You're such an inspiration. Thank you so much. Keep going. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Bye. bye.